0: Welcome to On the Hill. I'm Tim Rude, Head of Industry Relations for Citus AMC. Now, with the federal government in a near state of constant flux, it's darn near impossible to keep track of all the news coming out of DC. Now, through On the Hill, we hope to give you a simple way to keep track of all those news and developments and to provide you with insights that impact your business. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. In our inaugural segment, we'll cover the politics behind Congress's response to COVID-19 and the implications for the real estate markets. As COVID-19 continues to upend the country, the pandemic has actually cast a bright light on the politics behind decision-making occurring in Congress. Now, just for a minute, I want you to reference back to the 2008, 2009 financial crisis. And you'll recall the birthing of this conservative fiscal movement called the Tea Party Movement. You'll recall also that it was all about smaller government, shrink deficits, pay down the debt. Um, at the same time, they were talking through, look, this is this is tough medicine for tough times. It's gonna require a lot of shared sacrifice for us to get through this. Now, you can imagine if you're a politician up for re-election and you're thinking to yourself, ah, austerity, taxes, oh, that sounds horrible. I can't get a re- re-elected on that platform. So fast forward to today, $13 trillion worth of deficit spending later, and the US has flipped the script and slowly, but albeit surely, is embracing a concept called modern monetary theory, or MMT. You're probably asking yourself, what the heck is MMT? Well, it's a very simple yet obscure um, concept, essentially, and it says that look if you're a country and you print your own currency then you really don't have to worry about money running out of money you're not like a business you're not like a household those are consumers you're a source of money so you can run up deficits and never really have to worry about being able to repay those debts now can you imagine that same politician thinking to himself like man this is an awesome platform how do you like it now right this is all about go big or go home that seems to be the new modern philosophy in politics. So now in that same, uh, that same approach through MMT, politicians can get over these pesky stalemates. They can just, mo- just expand the pie and create win-win scenarios for both parties. So Democrats get the, their, the perfect solution for themselves. Republicans get the perfect solution. And then it manifests in policies like the 2019 budget or the 2020 CARES Act. Now, there's two big things in the minds of policymakers as they think about the next potential um, stimulus thing or relief bill. And that really has to do with protecting businesses and protecting the employees going back to work. So now that these businesses are reopening, Congress is thinking to themselves about how they're going to protect, um, knowing these businesses are going to risk getting their employees sick and risk getting their Uh, customers sick, businesses naturally are looking for, and Republicans are looking to provide, some sort of liability protection. In the same breath, you have employees who are required uh, for these businesses to reopen who are concerned about their own health, their family's health, and they themselves are looking for some sort of guarantees or hazard pay. So what does all this tell us about the real estate markets? Up next. On the residential side, real estate, we're already seeing significant impact from COVID-19 on the market. Anecdotally, we're seeing a mass exodus from high cost, high density urban areas, um, as people are concerned with one, the risk of infection, two, or another round of quarantines, three, social distancing and the challenges of that. Throw in a little rooting, looting, a little rioting, and the idea of a white picket fence, some green space, maybe some neighbors you never see or interact with, starts to sound pretty appealing, and that of course bodes well for the suburbs and the exurbs. Now, the CARES Act relief to both mortgageors and renters has picked up fast. You've seen about 10% of residential mortgages already in forbearance, and another 10 to 11 million renters have missed their May payments. You're also seeing credit spreads widen pretty substantially. This is reflecting a risk aversion everywhere for anything other than explicitly backed mortgages, government-backed mortgages. Credit is tightened to the non-QM market. It's essentially disappeared overnight. As a result, lenders are only lending to borrowers uh, that are the most qualified, uh, their most stringently underwritten, low down payments, high FICO scores, um, again, to mitigate the risks of originating those products that they can't sell. And despite 42 million people being unemployed, over the last eight weeks, you're seeing robust demand for housing, and that's in part due to historically low interest rates. Now, lastly, you're seeing home values are being stubborn. They're stubbornly high, thank goodness. And that's really as a result of, um, as there's turmoil in the marketplace, sellers have decided really to pull their homes off the market uh, rather than risk lowball offers or contagion from open houses. At the same time you've seen prospective sellers decide that they're not going to put their homes on their market and they pull them off all of that sucking supply out and now we're finding ourselves with the slowest the lowest supply levels in history in the residential market so now to unpack the commercial real estate market i'm joined by ken riggs who's vice chairman of rerc a Citus amc company ken thanks for joining us and maybe for a minute you could take us through some of the macro impacts on the commercial market as a result of COVID nineteen.
1: Yeah, no, thank you, Tim. And and I've been in the industry a long time. I hate to date myself, but I've been through a few cycles. Been in the industry thirty nine years, and I think I view this as one of the most interesting quarters I've ever seen in my career, where we went from panic when we thought basically the credit markets, including the debt markets for commercial real estate, were going to freeze up to today where J Powell has essentially said they will not allow the credit markets, including the commercial real estate debt markets, to freeze up. And it's given a lot of, um, I would say, confidence to the capital markets that, in fact, there is um, a lot of capital, both debt and equity. But the difference is it is much more selective. And I would just leave you with just saying I've just never seen a quarter like we've seen ever
0: I've had a little too much excitement for my liking of the last three months, so I could use a little, a little dull. Um, hey, how about um asset classes? Are there any, you know, diamonds in the rough or is it just a complete wipeout?
1: I, you know, Tim, it is same. I would make the same comment. It, it's got me as intrigued because you can look at clearly retail is being just hammered. And everyone's asking about, you know, when you're shutting down malls, all the malls are shut down. They're reopening now. But what's going to happen to theaters? You know, we have so many retailers that are filing for bankruptcy. Even if they can make it through, what are they going to do on the other side as far as making money? We had challenges of being profitable when we were in good times. So we know there's a lot of challenges there. We know hotels have been basically shuttered, you know, for the last three months. But you know what's interesting there is the local type of resort properties along the coast are starting to fill up really quickly right now because no one wants international travel. So they're going to do local travel. Another interesting thing, again, we know the business hotels, the convention hotels are being hit really hard. Limited stay, given the employment base, the labor base has to be moving around to work through this. We see that actually filling up. And then I would say, you know, you talk about a diamond in the rough, data centers. Data centers are hitting them out of the park right now. It's just unbelievable. And you think about it, it's all the internet traffic now that's going through. And we realize now that is a critical backbone to what we do. Just like the highway systems, the data centers are basically the footprint for the internets to go through. And then I would say that we, always, we do need to think about all the other product types that we are dealing with now. storage infrastructure, uh, student housing, etc. So I, I would say we have a very dynamic landscape. I think there's still challenges ahead of us. I don't think we've seen everything play out, but you just can't make a broad brush about the commercial real estate market today. It's more true than I've ever seen in my career, Tim. Yeah,
0: well, it's the early innings for sure. Ken, thanks yeah. so much for joining us today. Always a treat.
1: Thank you, Tim. It's been great to Thank be you. here.
0: That concludes the first episode of On the Hill. We hope you stick around for future ones. Remember to follow Citus AMC on LinkedIn and go to our website, citusamc.com to subscribe to our newsletter. I'm your host, Tim Rude. Thank you.